Hello, everybody on the internet. Welcome out to Pikapi Podcast, the Pokemon anime show where we go through every episode of the anime from start to finish. The finish line is a long way off because the show keeps going, and and I don't. But nonetheless, we keep plugging through. Today we're on Advanced Generation number 66, Explode and Clear. This is a good one. Are we still in filler land? Yes, we are. But I don't think you'll be disappointed today. If you're new to this show, welcome. Um, On the show, I go through, as I said, one episode at a time and kind of narrate the adventure and point out uh, fun character development stuff, life lessons. I come at it from the perspective of an adult who has put way too much thought into all of this show. But we just like to look at the overarching journey of Ash Ketchum and all his uh, connecting friends. So let's get into the plot of this episode. Oh my gosh, guys, we're so close to Petalburg City. So close and yet so far. Don't worry, Ash is just as impatient for this gym battle as I am. So for now, the episode opens on a lunch break. Ash is maintaining his hype for the upcoming gym battle, convinced that all his Pokemon are awesome. He's so ready. Max looks over at most of Ash's team, like, all passed out in food comas, gorging on Brock's food, and he's like, yeah, you're so ready, bud. (laughs) Nothing but winners I see here. But in throwing shade at the team, Max realizes that Trico isn't with the rest of them. It's sitting off by itself in a tree and looks unhappy, which is a concern to Ash. He likes his team happy and healthy, and Trico's been moody before. Moody, a bit intense to the point that Ash has literally had to worry about Trico hurting itself in its extreme attitude, so like, yeah, he's got some trainer stuff to do, which is an area where I don't think Ash gets enough credit, like, especially in some of the earlier seasons where everyone was like, you've only got two badges, only so many Pokemon, Gary cut this many, and all his Pokemon evolved. Meanwhile, Ash is like, I am busy trying to manage Charmeleon's fragile emotional health, and that is a full-time job, thank you very much. I am 10, I am doing my best. So Ash tries to figure out what's up with Trico. He doesn't succeed. Trico's very much given off teenage whatever vibes. Corfish thinks it'll have more luck cheering Trico up and getting it to talk. But the only thing that succeeds in is to knock Ash out of the tree and maybe give him a concussion. Still, can't beat Corfish's enthusiasm. It might be the best sign of Ash's character growth so far. Like, that he's not mad, just, Gee, buddy, thanks for helping. Perhaps they don't need to be worried. Perhaps this is just a bad mood day and it'll pass. Like, I can almost hear Trico up there being like, It's not a phase, Dad. 
But before much thought can be put into any of this, a big old purple Pokemon runs into camp. A Loudred. And it is what it sounds like. This Pokemon is noisy, it will wreck your eardrums, and punch the kids' backpacks out of frame, destroy property, it's on the warpath. And worse, we've seen a Loudred before. I'm sure the kids are having some war flashbacks. I find this Pokemon annoying on a personal level. Like, it's just so loud. <laughs> but I love its design, with the speakers for ears and the little sound sign on its back, and its tail area looks like a headphone jack input, but... It's a love-hate relationship I have with Loudred, because it's so good, and yet so awful. (laughs) Anyway, this is not a wild Loudred. It has a trainer, a young man with long green hair. But that trainer hardly seems to matter. In fact, Loudred ignores all his commands to stop, and instead plows into the guy, and keeps on running and destroying by. The dude eventually tackles Loudred to the ground, an impressive feat, And after a few seconds, Loudred calms down and seems fine. Happy, even. It's contented enough to take a nap. Trico is intrigued by this strange Pokemon, but while Loudred naps, the trainer introduces himself as Guy and say that he and Loudred are traveling through the area. They're hoping to take on the Hoenn League. They got two badges so far. Ash and Guy bond over how pumped they are about gym battles. And when Guy confesses that right now Loudred is going through a weird phase where it doesn't listen and just rages or goes berserk, Ash finds more things to bond over. This is a plot line he knows all too well, and looking over at the tree that Trico's camped in, might be headed for again. The observation is made that Pokemon have internal problems and interpersonal problems just like people do. Which, like, duh. That's the whole point of my podcast. And even the best of partners can rub each other wrong after traveling in close quarters for a long time. Just look at May and Max. They've been spending life together, and it's not always smooth sailing. Ash suggests a battle, you know, a little exercise to improve Loudred's mood. And it's kind of delivered with the tone like, This might help, but I really just want a battle. Trico hears this, and that's when it decides to leave isolation. It demands to be chosen for battle. Ash is a little confused, but also glad it's interacting with us again, and the battle starts. It's a fun little give and take. Loudred wins the battle for best facial expressions. Trico and Loudred are pretty evenly matched so far, Loudred's sheer force going against Trico's maneuverability. Both opponents are having fun and recognize each other as worthy foes, and then, in a moment of stare-down, simultaneously evolve. That's right, two Pokémon at the same time don't see that every day. Trico evolves into Grovile, and Loudred evolves into Exploud. Grovile also learned Leaf Blade with the evolution. It uses it to cut a twig for its toothpick so it can keep impersonating an 80s manga punk. Brock's like, that was an interesting intermission, uh, everyone ready to keep going? And both trainers and Pokemon are like, yes, let's test drive this baby. But now, the Pokemon aren't exactly fighting with their trainers. Grovile goes in for a leaf blade, and Loudred completely ignores the command to dodge, instead gearing up for one of its new attacks, sucking in air from the surrounding space to release it as a hyper voice. It wrecks Grovile, who is now in the running for best faces. 
Wow, the animation department is having fun today. And then Explode decides it doesn't care about this battle at all and just starts punching trees and wrecking the general landscape. Ash tries to have Grovile contain the damage or stop Explode by calling for Bullet Seed, and when that doesn't work, Quick Attack, but Loudra just beats down Grovile, causes a small earthquake, and then runs off into the woods. Nobody's sure what happened. Grovile's got some injured pride, but this can't really continue, so everyone runs off after Loudred. Meanwhile, Team Rocket is lost, hungry, sleep-deprived, and has no idea where the twerps are. They're looking really rough. I'm kind of worried about them. They're starting to go a little wacky. Lack of calories, water, and REM will do that to you. But they stumble across a small oasis, a little waterfall spring area, where an explout is hanging out. Ah yes, the evolved form of our mortal enemy, Team Rocket remembers the explode that harassed them many a day in the past. They're not touching this one. Jesse and James will try and kidnap all kinds of inadvisable Pokemon, but this time they're like, nope. Meowth disagrees. We can totally catch this and give it to the boss. He's going to love an explode as his new alarm clock. As his reminder to go to bed. As the lunch bell. Like, I don't doubt a lot of practical applications Giovanni could have for an Exploud, especially as an intimidation factor, but I think Meowth is seriously underestimating how loud an Exploud can be. This boss fantasy looks like a total nightmare. But it's enough to get Jesse and James on board with the plan. Meanwhile, the kids are all out looking for Exploud with no success. Amazing that such a loud Pokemon is able to stealth out of there. Guy starts to worry that Exploud won't come back. Things have been rocky, then the evolution. Maybe it's just so mad and wants nothing to do with him. Ash contends like, no, Exploud is your first Pokemon, your partner, you both love each other. You gotta have faith in that. While he's talking, Groval tries to get Ash's attention and Ash is like, hey, can you hang on a minute? I think we all need a break and immediately is like, I'm sorry I snapped at you, which just hit me because I didn't feel Ash's tone was particularly snappish. But he apologizes and explains that everyone needs a minute. Emotions are happening. <laughs> They've been hunting for forever. Groval, you just got the crap kicked out of you. You probably need a break too. And Grovile is like, F you know, runs away from Ash and his Pokeball and flees to the tippity-top of the nearest tree to, like, sulk and grumble, possibly keep looking for Exploud. May comments that ever since evolving, Grovile's stubborn streak is getting worse, and Guy wonders if Pokemon's personalities can also change with evolution. Brock is like, absolutely, while Ash has this slack-jawed thousand-yard stare of, oh gosh, not this again. They get to talking about Guy and Exploud's history together. Guy caught it when it was just a whismur, a cowardly little crybaby of a thing with a voice that could shake the heavens. After many challenges, Whismur evolved into Loudred, and there was no more fear or crying. Guy was so happy for it, it was so powerful and brave. But the thing is, be it a Pokemon or a person, is that scared, fragile little whismur Suddenly giving it a new body or a bunch of power doesn't really fix the core issues that might be inside. The fears and insecurities under the surface still need to be dealt with, or else those problems start showing themselves in other ways. <laughs>
This is a thing that unfortunately many of us have learned as we try to change things for ourselves on the outside and find out that the problem was really in our heads the whole time. This is something that Ash might know all too intimately with a few of his own Pokémon that were once scared things that were abused and desperate for his love and care, and then suddenly gained all the power they wished they had when they were small and abused, and hey, somehow that didn't make everything in their life perfect, or make them feel they had less to prove, or help them feel more secure in their training relationship, huh? I'm just saying there might be some life lessons we could learn from this episode. Ash might be realizing some parallels, too. So back with Exploud, it's worn itself out and is ready to take a nap. A terrible idea now that Team Rocket has rallied and got their Pokenapping gear all ready to go. They've got, like, a Carvana-shaped bazooka, and they shoot... I... I love this. They shoot corks into every one of the openings that Exploud would expel sound from. Like, do you realize what a good shot you are, James? Look at that accuracy. Look at it. Just shoot that thing out and it just hits every little hole and plugs it up. Gosh. But once Exploud is soundproofed, they can fire a regular old net without any problem. Except Team Rocket is about to get a science lesson in pressure. If it builds up, that air pressure will press on the surrounding objects. And if some of those objects are more malleable or have less integrity or the friction is not equal to the air pressure acting upon them, like say with some corks stopping up the blowholes, that air pressure will force them out, which is what Exploud does. It dislodges those corks with all the effort of a five-year-old firing a Nerf gun. So Exploud is free to make noisy attacks, and Team Rocket didn't bring earplugs for themselves. So, once again, Team Rocket had a good idea and tripped in the execution. They go blasting off, and now Exploud is really, really angry. Angry enough that Grovile hears it screaming. It follows the sound, and the rest of the humans follow him. So they all give chase. And now here it is, the showdown! Grovile versus Exploud, and Grovile's just smirking deliciously. I love this. This here is a phase in the anime where they got a bit freer with their line art and like started using more variation in line thickness, and I just really love it. It's very manga and comic book-like, and it just gives off something extra in facial expressions, and it fits so well for this very Japanese samurai movie manga trope face-off here, as well as, you know, Grovile's whole character concept, so... Like, really, they are milking this. The clouds roll in all gray. The waterfall rushes dramatically. And the second the sun breaks through the clouds, like, that is their cue to go. Grovile and Exploud just lay into each other. And we get a very nice battle. This is some good fight choreo here. Enough that uh, when Ash and Guy run up, like, Ash sounds legit hurt. Like, why'd you guys start fighting without us? Guy runs over to check Exploud, it is fine, and Ash and Guy then just sort of awkwardly insert themselves into the battle and start doing their trainer shtick, which is weird just because, like, it's hard to ignore the fact that the Pokemon went on without you on your one special thing, like, they don't need you. <laughs> I mean, Grovile's happy enough to let Ash tag in and be a team, but Exploud does not listen to Guy's directions and takes a leaf blade to the face. 
it continues to do its own thing. Uh, but the second leaf blade attack, it does the samurai catch the oncoming blade in your hands trick, which is very cool, but gets explowed no points for teamwork. But Jesse, fresh off blasting off, thinks explowed would be perfect in Team Rocket's brand of teamwork, which is may the loudest and meanest voice win. So I don't think she knows what she's in for, but she wants to catch it and add it to the team. I'm a little surprised her teammates support this plan, but again, loudest and meanest voice wins. So again, they try to catch Exploud, even as it stomps away from Guy, who's reeling over the fact that he yelled at Exploud in anger, and also that his BFF Pokemon is stomping away. But that's nothing compared to what he feels when he sees Team Rocket crouching in the bushes, firing a weird gun at his Pokemon? Like, that's a whole other level. He dashes forward and jumps in front of James's laser-guided bullet corks. I'm not kidding. He heroically dives in front of this bonkers attack and just shoves Exploud away from the corky bullets. Ash is on the other end of the battlefield like, Uh, guy? What the heck? And fair, I don't think he's seen Team Rocket yet. He's just seeing Guy, like, run forward and grab Exploud, like, hit the deck! And now Corks are hovering around and, like, laser-focusing on Exploud, like, they miss and they whip back around to come in for a second attack. Like, the sensible thing to do here is have Pikachu electrocute those things and ask questions later. So Pikachu does, they explode. Now again, I don't think Ash has seen Team Rocket yet, but cork bullets attacking Pokemon, like he's not real surprised to see them when they reveal <laughs> when they reveal themselves. In fact, they bicker a bit over who is more lame. Ash is like, OMG, no, I am so done with your motto. Pikachu blasts them before they make it through the first line. Exploud also gets a hit in before they're truly blasting off. And now we can return to the important plot. Guy is so relieved that Exploud is okay. More relieved, in fact, than the fact that it looks like Exploud doesn't really want him around. But he says Exploud being okay is what really matters. And at Guy's expression, Exploud realizes what really matters too, and extends a hand. It's gonna let Guy be its trainer. It smiles at him, and the two make up with joyous hugs. They're gonna work on their new team dynamic. Ash is just relieved that this isn't going to be his plot today. Grovile's stubborn and prickly, but at the end of the day, it's on Ash's team. And to prove that, they battle Exploud. We don't see who wins, but everyone finishes the episode secure in their bonds of teamwork, and, and that's a win in everyone's book. I really like this episode. I've been looking forward to it. When I think of Advanced Generation, it's one of the ones that sticks in my mind. Like, I just love the opportunity to see Ash kind of have a situation similar to kind of what Charizard went through and some of his other Pokemon, but not necessarily have to go through it all. And we get to see him kind of react to things in a maybe more mature way than he did before. Just in general, we get to see Ash being a bit more mature, which always makes me happy. But I just appreciate that they're kind of able to give the nuances of like, we're going through this plot again, but we're going to vary it up a bit. Like, Trico's 
personality has definitely shifted a bit as it's evolved into Grovile, and it definitely has some feelings, and it's maybe a bit prickly with Ash, more so than it used to be. But it and Charizard are ultimately two different people, two different beings, rather. And that doesn't mean Trico's gonna feel the same as Charizard did when it evolved. That doesn't mean we're going to go through the exact same plot again. And we're gonna watch that shifting dynamic happen with a different trainer. It's one of the things I really like about the show. I do like, as an adult who is able to keep track of all the continuity, I do wish they'd acknowledge it a bit more in the script that this is something that Ash has dealt, like Guy's predicament is something that Ash has dealt with before. Trico's attitude is something he's seen before, but they don't really reference it specifically in the script. And I I do wish they would. I, I I recognize why they don't, because most of the audience is, as we've discussed many times, small children who maybe didn't watch every single episode and remember these things, which is why we do podcasts like this, because the podcaster remembers all the episodes that came before. And to be fair to um, the creators, I do think Ash's open mouth thousand yard stare uh, watching Grovile run off into the trees to be emo kind of says it all while, you know, Max is looking super happy like, wow, Trico's super cool and May's kind of neutral and Brock is focusing on Guy and Ash is just like blue screen of death over there. <laughs> like, that screenshot says a bit. <laughs> anyway, that is it for today's episode. We will come back to you next time with more Advanced Generation. You can find us on iTunes, on Podkicker, on peekabeepodcast.blogspot.com, on many of the fine podcasting sites. Not on Spotify, and possibly never until I'm able to go back and re-edit every single early episode to remove every instance of copyrighted music that I ever used, which in the early days was kind of a lot. But until then, almost all of your podcatching apps will work. This has been Peekabee Podcast. Until next time, gotta catch them all! Peekabee!